Welcome to the Dr. Berg Healthy Keto and Intermittent Fasting Podcast. Now your host, the man taking your health to a whole new level, Dr. Eric Berg. So you may never eat cereal again after watching this video. So this is a warning, just letting you know. I mean, everyone knows that cereal is the healthy way to start your day, right? We have all sorts of wonderful, healthy cereals out there. I mean, they're low fat, they're zero cholesterol, loaded with heart healthy fiber, and they're nutrient packed, satisfying your daily needs of at least eight vitamins and minerals. So today I'm going to do a deep dive into cereal to see if it really is as healthy as they promote it to be. Okay. Now, everything is based on one serving size. And um, of course, they use cups in America. Now, for my friends in Europe, uh, especially Dennis from Germany, this is the size of a cup. Now, if I hold it up here, it looks huge, but if I put it right to my head. This is the size of a cup, right? It's about the same size as my coffee cup. This is the actual size of my coffee mug right here. So it's about the same thing, right? So one cup equals 36 grams of cereal. Now, if I take a bowl and put this cup into the bowl and you see the cereal, there is no way that even a child is going to consume only this much cereal. <laughs> it's the most tiniest portion size, right? So an average person or even an average kid is going to consume at least four servings of this cereal. It's not going to be this one cup. So when I go through some numbers, we're going to have to multiply it by four. All right, let's just start off with the cereal. We look at the ingredients. We have milled corn, sugar, malt flavor with that one right here. And this one has whole grain wheat, raisins, wheat bran, sugar, and then brown sugar syrup. Now with Cheerios, which is the number one eaten cereal in America, the, the second ingredient in Cheerios is sugar and then cornstarch and then brown sugar syrup. So there is a tremendous amount of added sugar in these cereals. Now, I'm not even talking about the real sugary cereals. I'm just talking about these two right here. We're talking about 17 grams of sugar per serving size. So if we multiply that by four, and that comes out to 16 teaspoons of sugar. Now, we're not even talking about the carbohydrates. We're just talking about the sugar alone, 16 teaspoons, okay? Now, let's talk about the total carbs. One cup is 47 grams. If we times that by four, we get 188 grams. Now, what's going to happen is that is going to spike your blood sugars. So your blood sugars are going to go up. And then what's going to happen is insulin is going to be, have to be pumped out to bring those blood sugars down. So you're going to be really hungry and tired about an hour and a half to two hours later when you end up with low blood sugars. You're going to need a snack or you're going to be just ravenously hungry at lunchtime. Now, that amount of carbohydrate and sugar is not even at the top of the list with some of the cereals out there. Some of the cereals out there are at least. 50% or more sugar, okay, by weight. And so in other words, what a lot of people are consuming is just a tremendous amount of sugar in the morning, the worst time you can eat sugar, which I will get into shortly. So one of the most sensitive areas of your body that's affected with sugar is your brain. Your brain does not store sugar. It's dependent on what's going on in the blood. So if you're constantly flooding the brain with sugar, 
what's going to happen is you're going to create an, uh, an insulin resistance. It's like a protective mechanism where over time you're going to be more resistant to that insulin problem. And so now the brain cells are going to have a harder and harder time getting that glucose because you built up this resistance, this protective mechanism. And so what happens, your brain cells just don't get fuel and they start to malfunction. And this is where you have a loss of cognitive function. Your concentration goes down, your memory goes down, your focus goes down, you become very um, distracted easily. It's called ADD. And this especially applies if the person consuming this cereal is a student. They're, they're going to have a heck of a time in school. Of course, I went through this. I'd lived on cereal all the way up until I think I was maybe 28 years old. And um, I just hit 32. So, you know, I've been off sugar for, you know, a few years. So all of this extra blood sugar and carbs is going to start working on developing a fatty liver, uh, making fat around the organs in your midsection, uh, creating a diabetic state, creating inflammation, creating a high cholesterol situation, even though there's no cholesterol in this cereal. Your body converts the carbs into cholesterol. It affects the cognitive function, like I mentioned. It affects your mood, bringing you into an anxiety state. And of course, it also affects your teeth. You know, it causes cavities and even your heart. And somehow they're able to associate the uh, fiber to this heart healthy little thing right here. So people unknowingly are going to consume that thinking it's going to help their heart because there's an association with lowering fiber and lowering cholesterol. And even though it's been completely debunked, having low cholesterol is not the thing that's going to actually save your heart. Now, the next point I want to talk about is the actual fiber. How much fiber are in these cereals? Well, in one serving, it's just one gram. To me, that's not a high fiber. One gram of fiber. Now, maybe I'm missing something, but I'm looking at this as a low fiber so-called food. This is not high fiber. So maybe someone in the discussion down below can educate me on on the fiber in this cereal, but I'm just reading it. It says one gram of fiber. Okay. So we have this massive carb, massive sugar, tiny bit of fiber. I'm trying to understand how that's going to help your heart. You see, there's two things that help buffer this blood sugar insulin thing. Okay. One is fat, which this has virtually zero. And the other one is fiber, which we're only talking about a really tiny bit of fiber. So there's really no buffer to this blood sugar. So the blood sugar goes up and it goes up fast. So now the next thing I want to get into is this whole grain versus refined grain, because at least the raisin bran has the whole grain. Okay. This one just is milled corn. All right. That's refined, but whole grain. Okay. What's so healthy about whole grain? Well, it's nutritious, right? It has all these vitamins and minerals and it has the fiber and has the complete package, but it also has phytic acid. And if you're not familiar with phytic acid, it's a very potent binder to key nutrients like iron, like zinc, like magnesium, like manganese, like calcium, like copper. So the phytic acid in the whole grains binds these nutrients, making them unavailable to you. Now, there are millions and millions of um, people and even kids that are deficient in zinc. And I really believe it's due to the cereal because in certain countries, people are eating a lot of cereal and they don't eat a lot of animal 
meat. They don't eat red meat, things like that, which is loaded with bioavailable zinc. They're also like an iron deficient anemia is also very common with kids and uh, pregnant women and a good percent of the population. So what happens with an iron deficiency is you're not able to carry the oxygen like you should in the blood. And also the number of red blood cells go down. And a really good way to identify an iron deficiency, well, there's several, but one good way is to look inside your eyelid and see if it's red or pale, okay? Because if you're iron anemic, it will be pale at least 50% of the time, not 100% of the time. And also the person will crave ice. They'll just like to chew on ice. And they have dark circles underneath their eye. And their nails are spooned up. So that's iron. Magnesium deficiencies will show up as leg cramps, uh, fatigue, uh, difficulty sleeping, anxiety. Calcium deficiency can show up as many different ways. It can show up uh, as cramps as well because it's an electrolyte. It can also show up uh, as bone loss. Now, what about the refined grains, right? Because with refined grains, you have less phytic acid, right? Well, here's the problem with refined grains. Um, you're going to deplete these same nutrients in a different way. When you consume a lot of refined grains and or refined sugar, you deplete potassium, calcium, zinc, and magnesium from the body. So whether you're using phytic acid to deplete these nutrients or you're using just refined grains, you're still going to end up with a deficiency. And so now how can they say that cereal is so nutrient dense? And that's because any and all nutrients in that cereal is added to the cereal as an enhancement or a fortification. And so if you look at the label, it'll have calcium carbonate added, ferric phosphate, which is a type of iron that you don't want to put in your body. It has palmitate, which is a synthetic vitamin A, and sodium ascorbate, which is synthetic vitamin C. And on top of all that, when they process these grains, they heat them under high pressure. And not only does that kill off any natural vitamins, it's going to kill off the synthetic as well. But the fact that they put these synthetic vitamins in there, they can make a claim that it has nutrients in it. And then I won't even get into the artificial coloring, the artificial flavoring, and uh, other chemicals like BHT and BHA, which can affect your endocrine system. There are carcinogens, and there's a certain loophole that allows them to put them in these cereals. So I would highly recommend, if you're going to do breakfast at all, and especially your kids, I would start doing eggs. Eggs as your base, okay? Do eggs and bacon, eggs and avocado, eggs and sausage or other types of protein, like a burger patty with tomatoes, something like that. But if you start your day with cereal, you're going to end up with a roller coaster ride of blood sugars up and down to the whole day, uh, to the point where at night, you're going to crave sugar like crazy, and you're going to want to graze for the wrong type of food. And like I said before, I have a lot of personal experience on this topic because of the years and the amount of sugary cereal that I consumed. Now, this whole cereal started with uh, John Harvey Kellogg. Now, he was an MD and nutritionist. He promoted uh, vegetarianism. He was the guy that really started the trend on soy milk, granola, meat substitutes. He was also into some other weird stuff called uh, eugenics. So eugenics is a belief and practice involving improving the genetic quality of humans. So the goal is to eliminate inferior 
genetics. There's some people that practice forced sterilization of those unfit for reproduction, even uh, filtering out people with lower IQ. And Kellogg was the co-founder of this organization called the Race Betterment Foundation. So apparently this whole uh, practice of eugenics has died out, uh, thank goodness, but it sounds pretty crazy to me. I mean, the best way to support your genes is to have a healthy lifestyle and to eat good, especially when someone is uh, pregnant. Uh, so here Kellogg's was promoting the cereal for these kids, when in fact that's creating nutritional deficiencies, that's affecting IQ. Because if you're eating ultra processed foods, you're going to create all sorts of problems like iodine deficiencies, which directly relate to a lowered IQ. So here he was trying to strengthen the genetics when in fact he was weakening the genetics.